Good morning, and welcome to Speaking of Animals. My name is Caitlin Holling, and I'm the Community Outreach and Development Coordinator at the Flagler Humane Society. Happy Saturday! Today, I am joined by a very special guest. She is our Animal Care and Placement Manager at the Flagler Humane Society, and we couldn't do it without her. Please welcome Kendra Mott. Hi, thank you, Caitlin. Alrighty, to start our show today, I just wanted to share some recent happy news from the Flagley Humane Society. This month, we have had lots of dog adoptions. Last Saturday, we had eight dogs get adopted just that one day. So this has been very exciting for everyone, the volunteers and the staff. The best part is that a few of the adoptions were dogs that who were waiting for months for their perfect family, and they finally found them. One of the most exciting for us was Gator. Gator is a handsome Catalua leopard dog who was waiting for over two years for his forever family to adopt him. We were beyond thrilled when he got adopted this month. Another long-term dog who was recently adopted is Bossy. Bossy was here for almost a year, and she came in with her brother, and sadly her brother got adopted before her, but she luckily found her perfect person, and she's now adopted and living her best life. And then just one more happy adoption story from this month that I wanted to share is Skylar. Skylar is a black Labrador retriever who unfortunately suffers from skin allergies and she needs regular medicated baths to keep her healthy. Skylar was at the shelter for almost six months, but then recently she was adopted by a dermatologist. How perfect of a match is that? Skylar is now being loved and well taken care of in her forever home. We are so happy for all of the recent adoptions this month, and we thank everyone that chose to adopt and save a life. This is why we do what we do. Alrighty, let's get into asking some, let's get into knowing Kendra and getting to know her a little bit. So Kendra, can you tell us a bit about yourself, where you grew up, and what brought you to Florida? Um, yeah, so I um, grew up actually in Northeast Ohio. Um, I moved down here a little bit after um, <clears throat> college when my sister went to school down here. Um, so she's kind of been my inspiration in a lot of ways, but, all, you know, moving down here, but also with animals. She was always very active in that, and she got me started uh, volunteering at a shelter she worked for when I moved down here. Oh, okay. Awesome. Is she the older so sister? That, she's actually my younger sister. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Yep. Um, but that's, uh, how I got down here. Um, okay. I went to school for, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. It didn't work out that way. Oh, but, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, for, uh, political science and history. Uh, so I have some other interests there and now apply it to how that can help animals. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. So what exactly do you do at the Flagler Humane Society? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> What don't I do? No, exactly. um, so it. So as my title is animal care and placement manager, I oversee all of the daily care of the animals and the staff that's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also oversee the adoptions desk, and we also handle all the foster animals too, oh, wow. and any animals that might need to be uh, maybe placed in a rescue. So it's kind of everything from when they come in. We also handle the. Um, surrender of owned animals too so we can get more information from their owners we we moved that over to the adoptions desk since we need to know them the most yeah um so we kind of handled it from start to finish on a lot of these animals um like when they come in why they're here what they need 
you know, where they go in the shelter also, like the placement of them in the physical shelter. Yeah. And um, sometimes at off-site um, adoption events we have, but also we also we always have cats at Pet Supermarket, Pet Smart, and Pet Co. Yes. Um, they have housing there, so I help, you know, discern which animals are best to go to the off-site places. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's kind of just a whole thing from start to finish of getting them in, why are they here, do they need to be here, um, making sure they're cared for while they're here, and then getting them out as soon as we can. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, you have a lot on your plate, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're amazing. We definitely appreciate and the animals appreciate oh, everything you. you do. <laughs> so how thank long you, have you, of course, so how long have you been at the Flagler Humane Society? Um, I'm coming up on six years here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, feels like longer, but it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, I'm at about a little over five and a half years now, so I'm working on that sixth year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so what motivated you to start working here? You said your sister, kind of, but is there anything else that motivated you right. to start working specifically at the Fagley Humane Society? Um, I mean, I definitely, I volunteered and worked at other shelters in the area. Okay. Um, and actually I live in Daytona, so it's quite a drive for me to come here. But oh, wow. once I did, um, meet the people here and see how they do things and just the facility itself, I actually preferred the way things are done here and their philosophies a lot more than the other shelters I had been at. Okay. So I chose Flagler Humane as my home. Oh yeah. <laughs> this one just fit you yeah. best. It it did. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the recent 30, I think it was 34 cats that we had come in from one household. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk about a little bit about how the dangers of hoarding situations and what we can look out for in hoarding situations and what people that are listening (laughs) might be able to do if they suspect a hoarding situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure what all details I can share exactly yeah. about the case um, until because there was other uh, organizations and entities involved in this case. Yeah. Um, but I will say um, it's not our first one we've seen like this. Um, the The amount of cats um, in the small space, it was like a mobile home kind oh. of uh, deal. So it was a, not many, you know, not many square feet per cat, which is yeah. one thing we try to do here is make sure they always have at least enough room. Um, um, I would say in this case, like most of them, it starts out with a well-meaning person that really loves animals, that loves cats, yeah. uh, is how it seems like it starts. And they end up, usually the issue is they're not getting them spayed and neutered, mm-hmm. and they just multiply. I mean, within... A lot of these cats we got from this situation are actually pretty well socialized, which is hard to believe with how many they had. They did give, seem to give um, individual attention to a lot of the adult cats, which you don't see that a lot in these cases. So I will say that. I think it's one of those where it just kind of got out of hand. Um, And um, I would say the main cause is not getting them spayed and neutered uh, when they're young. Uh, because I don't know if you know, but um, female cat can get pregnant at four months old. Oh, wow. That's very young. Yeah, I didn't know. And they, they can get pregnant at four months old, and they can get pregnant up to five times a year. Jeez, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a <laughs> lot more. They reproduce a lot more quickly than, um, like, say, dogs and things, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, 
n- not just the living conditions in this home where it was probably unsafe for the people living there, but also the cats, just ammonia levels, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to maintain um, proper care and cleanliness with that many animals in general. Definitely. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's something that gets out of hand quickly, I would say. A lot of these cats are under two years old, so it probably only happened within the last two years oh, wow. to have that many cats um, in one place when you don't get any of them spayed and neutered. Um, the other dangers when you have that many cats is illness. Um, mm-hmm. Again, the cleanliness issues there, but, you know, it's very expensive to keep all of them very healthy. Um, so these ones we saw, which we see in a lot of these, is a, lo- a large amount of fleas. Mm-hmm. Um, that can cause issues um, with parasites like tapeworms. A lot, many of them had tapeworms as well. Um, so things like that. These ones, um, their skin, because of the fleas, they have skin issues, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Each one is kind of different. There's, I was surprised that there weren't more ones that were sick with like upper respiratory infections, colds that can happen just from breathing in kind of what was going on in that in that home there yeah oh so it's i will yeah. say yeah just interacting with them they were very friendly i was surprised at how mm-hmm. friendly and socialized yeah. they were so that is good to yeah. help get them adopted and I'm, I'm glad that we got it when we did because yeah. another year of this i mean it, that definitely probably wouldn't have been the case yeah. um sometimes we get ones where it's it's been going on for a long time, and, and sometimes this is happening outside, too. It doesn't always need to be in your home. This happens a lot if you've seen, I'm sure some of you around here have <laughs> seen <laughs> cat colonies that yeah. start off with one or two showing up, and by the next, you know, spring or summer, you've got, like, 60 of them. So wow. please stay and neuter cats <laughs> wherever they're at. <laughs> please, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. So what can someone do if they do suspect or they know of a cat colony house or a hoarding house situation? Can they, who can they call or who can they contact? Yeah, I mean, in, in this situation, I believe it was actually the police department that um, had to go to that home for a different reason, okay. that noticed signs of it, um, one thing being the, the odor. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, you know, cats can be smelly creatures if you don't (laughs) properly clean up after them but this was a different type of you could smell it outside the home like i'm sure the neighbors could smell it too um the amount of ammonia um if you are worried about anything like that um you can always call i mean the police departments are good with helping with that flagler beach is great there um we don't have a lot of stray animals out there or anything like that so they're they're pretty involved in animal welfare uh, in their community, but also um, our Flagler County Sheriff's Department. We work closely with them and uh, Palm Coast Animal Control if you live in the city. And then there's Flagler Animal Services for the other areas, um, Flagler Beach, City of Benel, and the unincorporated areas in the county. Okay, um, awesome. there's, there can always be a anonymous welfare check requested. Um, if you're worried about anything like that, they don't force you to to give your information a lot of the time when people make statements mm-hmm. they're worried because it's a neighbor or it's a friend yeah um so that kind of thing doesn't have to go and be in the record but you will be asked to provide you know an address at least um where they can go ahead and and go out and there's only so much that um animal control officers can do without probable cause and getting police involved kind of thing if if owners aren't cooperative yeah uh, but sense. it's a step in the right direction we 
we want to catch it before it becomes something like this, where maybe a conversation, a heart-to-heart, could have saved, you know, this family from suffering as it has by losing, you know, I know they cared about the animals, but, you know, um, the condition of their home and stuff that might not be repairable, that kind of stuff. It's If we can get them early on and educate people on things like that, like I didn't know a cat could get pregnant at four months old, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, oops, and now we have six, you know, so um, getting those conversations early and and we just want to help people and better care for their animals. We want to help the animals. Um, It's not like we want to get everybody in trouble. Mm -hmm. It's just that we want to keep animals from suffering and along with that, their owners too. So it's... Great point. Yeah, it could just be a friendly conversation early on, just an educational. Did you know this? And and also right now we are offering. Um, we always offer low cost spay neuter services here, mm-hmm. but there are grant opportunities uh, right now from Florida Animal Friend Grant that we received. Okay. Um, if you're low income and can provide um, some kind of that you're on some kind of program assistance financially mm-hmm. uh, to us, we can actually help get your animals spayed and neutered and it would be at no cost wow that's uh, awesome the, the surgery would be you'd still have to pay for an initial exam and uh rabies or no we include the rabies sorry the other vaccines that might be mm-hmm. needed um but yes if you're struggling and it's something that uh you know that needs to happen especially before you have more animals that you can't take care of yeah. um please just reach out it's a uh, it's a good time right now to ask for help when we have that so Yes, thank you so much. All right, we're going to take mm-hmm. one quick break, and we'll be right back with Kendra. All right, everyone, and we're back with Kendra. So we're going to talk a little bit about how people who are listening can help us at the shelter with all the cats and all the animals in our care in general. We do need a lot of help from volunteers, donations of food or just your time, money, anything you can donate. Um, litter, cat litter would be really helpful with all the cats in our care. Uh, we also are looking for fosters or potential adopters. Um, is there anything else, Kendra, that you wanted to add that people can help us out with to help us? Oh, you definitely hit all the all the points. Um, you made in the beginning of our of your segment. You made a good point about how we had such a great weekend for adoptions. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can keep that up, that just means that there's more animals we could help sooner. Um, exactly. And we need <clears throat> we need the people of Flagler and and other surrounding counties too. We we don't discriminate on who can adopt or foster based on where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need the help of the community to continue. Um, you know, to be able to take more in, we've got to get them out, uh, whether that's in a temporary home or it's a forever home. Um, so that would be my number one is come come meet these awesome animals, dogs, cats, guinea pigs, rabbits, all the ones we've got here, um, yeah. <clears throat> sometimes pigs, um, <laughs> <laughs> that we would love your help in, in finding them a home. If you can't adopt, help share our posts on social media. Um, to get all the awesome ones that Caitlin's put up there for our adoptable animals. Um, Share those to everybody. Share them to your page, friends that might be looking. Just get the word out um, is the biggest thing. We did have a a great outpouring of support um, after we, you know, let the community know about how we had kind of been inundated 
Yeah. <laughs> cat. Uh, we did, yeah. Yes, we did receive quite a large amount of donations in food, litter, um, you know, the essentials for the kitties, even toys and stuff. Um, so I, we really appreciate that, and, and it's something that maybe they don't know about how many we receive, like, every year, or especially during the summers, we can get between one and 200 cats a month. Oh, wow. Um, during our peak what we call kitten season, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of year-round here. It does slow down as it gets a little cooler out, so we're we're getting almost to October, which is <laughs> between October and March. It, it slows down a bit with kittens, but so that means from April to September is kittens, kittens, kittens. <laughs> um, I think July is our peak of when we, you know, we may get. I don't know. I'm trying to remember like what we've had this year already but we we do we take in and you know help and adopt out probably close to 2500 cats a year so that's a lot cats in general is a big thing we always have a lot of cats um there's always more cats than dogs here Mm -hmm. but it's also because that's what we can house um they're a little easier to house that way um but dogs as well um we always peak in the summer of intake and um that's actually our lowest adoption time it starts to pick up about now as we get into the cooler months people are back in town you know uh, from summer vacations and um settled in um yeah we (laughs) go up till about christmas time where it's like really peaks for uh, adoptions Mm -hmm. with less intakes um but then it kind of starts all over so it's an ongoing thing yeah um we're also right now i think we're low on dry dog food so if anybody out there listening is thinking about what they could donate to the shelter, we yes. we do need that. Um, we always need towels and linens for them to be comfortable uh, and to clean up. Um, but, yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is um, we need homes. They need homes. Yeah. Yes. So. That is the mm-hmm. most important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back. Alrighty, everyone, we are back. And I just wanted to let you know that if you or anyone you know is looking for a new pet, please make sure to check out all the animals in need of loving homes at the Flagley Humane Society, like we were just mentioning. All our adoptions do include up-to-date vaccinations, up-to-date flea and heartworm prevention, a microchip, spay or neuter surgery, a 14-day free veterinary visit, and 30 days of free pet insurance provided by the microchip company. Also, we have many various volunteer opportunities available to suit your unique interest or skills. Make sure to visit our website, flaglerhumanesociety.org, and click the Get Involved tab to learn more about becoming a volunteer. You can submit an application online and we will contact you. We will also have, or we also have monthly new volunteer orientations, which are normally on the second Sunday of each month. However, for October, our volunteer orientation will be held on October 15th, which is the third Sunday of the month, due to a conflicting event on the second Sunday. Um, On October 15th, our new volunteer orientation will be at 1 p.m. Make sure to register and send an email to volunteer at flaglerhumanesociety.org. And we hope to see you there. Also, on October 8th, 
the second Sunday, which is the conflicting event, we will be having our pet-friendly one-mile walk at the Pink Army 5K event. It will be at the Advent Health Medical Hospital at 60 Memorial Medical Parkway in Palm Coast. You can register online now by going to flaglerhumanesociety.org slash events. We hope to see you and your pets dressed in pink as a percentage of all pet-friendly walk registration fees will go towards helping the Flagler Humane Society. And then also in October, we are having our annual Halloween bash at the Flagler Airport Restaurant, which was actually formerly known as Hijackers, but it is now known as the Landing Strip Tavern. Our Halloween bash will be on Thursday, October 26th, and it will be from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The address is 202 Airport Road, Palm Coast, Florida. Leash pets are always welcome. And make sure to wear your best costume and your furry friend. Make sure to dress them in a costume too because we will be having costume contests for both people and pets. The admission is $15 and it includes a free drink and delicious appetizers. And your admission goes towards supporting the Flagler Humane Society as well. You can get your tickets at flaglerhumanesociety.org slash events. And again, that will be on Thursday, October 26th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Landing Strip Tavern, which is formerly known as Hijackers, which is at the Flagler County Airport. And you can go to Flagler County, or flaglerhumanesociety.org slash events to get your tickets. Alrighty, I wanted to give a big thank you to Kendra for doing everything she does at the Humane Society and also for taking her time to join me this week. Thank you, Caitlin. Happy to be here. (laughs) Alrighty. Thank you to everyone for listening to Speaking of Animals. I hope you all have a great rest of your Saturday.